Hello, and welcome to Lakeos's Wild Ride, Episode 3. This time I'm going to take a departure from my previous episodes and go without a script. I originally thought the podcast would work better with a script, but now I'm finding that I feel a little limited when I do that, and I'd rather have the comments I make and the things I discuss have a more natural and off-the-cuff feel. So we'll see how this goes. If it doesn't work out, I'll go back to writing scripts. It's not not particularly hard. This time, I'd like to talk about my spiritual beliefs, my my religion. Um, as much as it can really be called a religion, it's not an organized religion. Um, I usually refer to it these days as Greek polytheism, mainly because Hellenic has specific connotations of a time period in ancient Greek history that is later than the sources I tend to draw from for my personal adaptation of ancient Greek religion. So I stick with Greek polytheism and figure that most people will figure out what I mean, and if they don't, I can explain it. It's, it's just something I enjoy talking about anyway, so if someone is curious, they can always ask questions. So spiritually, I believe in the gods of Olympus, the ancient Greek gods and goddesses of the uh, Greek region and, and the diaspora of uh, Greco-Roman peoples. I do take a fairly reconstructionist approach to my spirituality and religious practices, which means simply that I try to somewhat reconstruct the practices of the ancient Greeks and those that worshipped and believed in the gods of Olympus and the, the gods of ancient Greece, the, the pantheon. What this basically looks like, for those of you who aren't aware, is uh, performing rituals and ceremonies, as we sometimes call them, to invoke or worship or somehow experience the members of the pantheon, the gods and goddesses. Um, basically, this, fortunately for me, means that my wife and I and her mother, because we're all Greek polytheists, we get together and we have a ceremony or a ritual that we perform, which allows us to experience the gods in our in our own ways and together as a as a group, which is nice because not many Greek polytheists even exist, and those that do aren't necessarily in the same area as other believers. So it can be very hard to find people with similar beliefs to perform these rituals and ceremonies with. So I'm very fortunate in that, that uh, my wife and, and her mother both believe similarly to uh, the way I believe. So to clear up any possible misconceptions uh, right off the bat, we do not sacrifice animals like the ancient Greeks did. Uh, we do not sacrifice babies or kill people or anything that a lot of people may have uh, may think that pagans uh, do. We don't do those kinds of things. We That's just not how modern practice tends to go. We do um, possibly leave offerings to the gods and goddesses, but 
it isn't necessarily a, like a dramatic sacrifice. It's something, usually something small, uh, like burning incense or um, giving something of ourselves to the gods as an offering. So it's not some big, crazy orgy or anything like that. It tends to be more calm and laid back, and we, the way we do it here in my household is very um, cool and collected and just sort of experiencing the deities together, each in our own ways. An example of um, an offering that I might make personally is a poem or a hymn or something of that nature that I have written dedicated specifically to a deity or or more than one god or goddess. Um, I, as a writer, I tend to do those sorts of things because it's more personal and I it's it's something that has more meaning than just buying something and giving it as an offering. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Other Greek polytheists do that. Other people might actually uh, do something like buy a stake and burn it for the gods, or um, a lot of people do when they have a meal, particularly dinner, they'll or, or whatever the biggest meal of the day is, they'll offer a part of that meal to the gods as an offering. So it's just, it's little things. It's little, little things, unless we're trying to ask the gods for something that seems to require a greater sacrifice. In that case, personally, I would then, yes, I would give some something bigger, something more than just um, my time or my writing. I, I have in the past offered steaks or various other food items to the gods because that's as close as I'll probably ever get to sacrificing animals and that was a big part of the ancient religion therefore I feel that as a modern reconstructionist I can partake in that sort of behavior or practice without actually having to own and kill an animal. I can offer a, a burnt offering such as a, a piece of meat or even vegetables or anything like that depending on the god or goddess because certain items are more associated with different deities so anyway that that's a way that I can reconstruct some of the ancient ways and adapt them to modern life which is really what modern Greek polytheism or polytheistic reconstructionism is kind of about. It's about taking the ancient ways and modifying them to meet up with modern morality and modern beliefs. Often I think that a lot of people misunderstand what the general term paganism actually means. Paganism is not a religion. Uh, although a lot of people do identify as neo-pagan or just pagan in general. However, pagan does not carry with it a specific religious practice. It, it is an umbrella term. It's like someone saying, I'm a monotheist. It's Or possibly even someone saying, I'm a Christian. Well, there are a lot of different kinds of Christians out there. There are a lot of different kinds of pagans. It's it's the same thing. Greek polytheism is a quote-unquote pagan religion, but a lot of people misunderstand what 
it means to be pagan. And that's a word that some actual pagans in the modern world try to stay away from for that very reason, just because so many people really don't understand what a pagan is. It's uh, much more complicated and nuanced than most people realize. So when I say I'm a pagan, what I really mean is I have a specific set of beliefs that fall under the umbrella of paganism. It, it doesn't mean that I am any specific kind of pagan. It just means, hey, I don't fit the normal paradigm of uh, modern contemporary religions. Essentially, when someone says they're pagan, all that really means is they don't fit in with the big three religions or the big five religions, depending on your your specific definition of the word pagan. The, the big three would be uh, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Um, other people include Hinduism uh, or Buddhism in those. So it can be, you know, just just the popular religions are generally speaking not considered pagan. Anything that's uh, more polytheistic, meaning if you don't know what that means, it just means that, I mean, polytheism it just means the belief in multiple deities, gods and goddesses, more, instead of just one, you know, god or what have you. So moving back into the specifics of my religious beliefs and practices, as a Greek polytheist, yes, I believe in Zeus, Hera, Dionysus, Apollo, Artemis, etc., um, Poseidon, all those Greek gods and goddesses that most people tend to learn about in school, the Greek mythology. I believe they're real, I believe they exist, um, and there are many people many being a relative term, but there are many people throughout the world who do still believe this, who have tried to revive this ethnic and regional religion in a modern context. And that's part of why I love Greek polytheism is because it's sort of a revival of something that, that was before modern conceptions of what religion is and how it works. It predates Christianity, it predates Islam, it uh, is very old, and it has a deep connection to the earth and to uh, the spirits of the earth. So, you know, there it's a it's kind of a very old tradition that is being revived and revitalized to fit the modern world. Just a little caveat here: if you are at all interested in Greek polytheism. Fair warning, it's really not for everyone. There are some beliefs and practices in it that mm, a lot of modern people would not feel comfortable with, especially if you come from a background like I do, a Christian background or a, a big three background, an Abrahamic background. If you come from that, it might feel a little uncomfortable for you if you're trying to then move on to something like Greek polytheism because it is very different. It has a different worldview attached to it. It has a different way of practicing the religion. It's very Greek polytheism tends to be very orthopraxic as opposed to orthodoxic, meaning it's not so much about what you believe, it's about what you do. And uh, 
it's it's very much a way of life it's something that is incorporated throughout your life which is how the ancients tended to view religion it wasn't so much something that you do on sundays like it is today it's something that consumes you and is part of your your everyday life so um just keep that in mind as you listen to this podcast and as you as i talk more about my beliefs and and greek polytheism in general it's uh for a lot of people and for me personally it was a lot like coming home when i realized that people still or again are practicing and believing the ancient greek religion it was a it was one of those thunderbolt moments where i immediately felt a kinship with the beliefs and because it had been something that i was so interested in even as a child mythology and um, greco-roman mythology and egyptian mythology and all of that all those awesome stories about heroes and gods and goddesses that interact with the world it can feel very powerful to learn that people still believe in those things in the modern world and that it has been adapted to fit with the modern world because a lot of people don't even realize that people still do believe in the ancient gods and goddesses so anyway that that was just my little disclaimer there now if you are interested in greek polytheism just out of a interest for knowledge or uh, possibly as something that you'd like like to look into for your own religious beliefs there are a lot of resources out there you can always get in contact with me in one way or another and ask me about it i'm very open i like to talk about these kinds of things so there's there's that and if you do have questions or if you're curious or want more of an in-depth analysis please feel free to contact me and ask me about it ask me to maybe do another podcast that goes more in depth this one was i just something that i wanted to cover you know the basics of what i believe spiritually because i have done the other two podcasts that were mostly focused on jediism which is not a spiritual practice for me it um it doesn't really play into my religious beliefs so much so anyway i think i'm gonna go ahead and call it quits for now i hope you found this you know maybe a little enlightening somewhat entertaining if it was boring then like i said in the last one oh well i tried so anyway um you guys have a good one and i'll be back later